Welcome back, all you Ugnaughts and Jawas. This is Mando Talk. We have just finished watching the second episode of Season 7 of The Clone Wars called A Distant Echo. A little play on the title of that episode there. This is Mando Talk, your home for discussion about The Mandalorian, all things Star Wars, and now, of course... The Clone Wars, and I'm your host, Caleb Keller, and joined alongside me, as always, is your co-host, Nolan Ferris. Nolan, um, you want to address kind of maybe the possible issue that's going to come up tonight? The possible issue? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Crap. So, here's the possible issue. So, my job requires me to be pull on calls, and so I'm on call right now. So, if I have to leave, possibly... Because I'm getting called out. Yeah. To go. But luckily, we have someone here that's our guest that I believe he'll be able to take over in his place if he has to do that. So we're going to deliver. Hopefully not. But <laughs> we're going to yeah. deliver a great yeah, show hopefully regardless. Not. Hopefully, Nolan will be here throughout it. Um, yeah. So we can talk about yeah. all things Star Wars recently. And our guest today is returning back from last week. That is Jacob Keller. What's up, man? Not much. And, no. um, you know, I couldn't possibly replace Nolan. Well, no I have prepared <laughs> hey, He's him. very humble versus BA's Yeah, tape. BA's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I, I can do this job any day. Oh. But I have prepared Jacob to send us out at the end of the show if I do have nice. to leave. Okay. So we, we should be good there. Yes, sir. So. Cool. So, Jacob, how's your week going? Uh, it's been pretty good. Uh, just staying busy, you know. Yeah, yeah, I get that for sure. <laughs> for sure, I understand that. We're in the process. Hey, at least we get to bookend it with some new Star Wars content. That's, That's always yeah. a plus. And yeah, we're gonna is. we're gonna dig into what that a distant echo episode was like for us. We kind of got yep. some notes from the episode, and then we'll just kind of share our thoughts through it. I mean, I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast episode, you have probably watched a distant echo. If not. I mean, we're probably going to talk about some things. I mean, specifically, we got a returning segment coming before we talk about that. So if not, just stick around for this Star Wars trivia box. Trivia box box is coming back this week. We haven't been told of anything else to call it, and I think we're thoroughly enjoying calling it Star Wars trivia box. So I think we're going to keep it going. And if you didn't listen last week... Star Wars Trivia Box is all about quizzing Nolan on his Star Wars knowledge. If he gets it right... Then I get to supplant him. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> if he gets no, it right... I'm probably the least knowledgeable about Star Wars. I'm sort of your casual fan that just uh, just enjoys yeah, like the sure. movies. and But I don't delve into... Well, typically I don't delve into the books, yeah. but we are going to get into uh, some talk about... Maybe a book or two that's uh-huh. coming out. So um, I'm gonna have to, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give you a signed reading. Oh, row, I'm gonna be real. like, listen, homework. Man, <laughs> you got to take <laughs> Dang, this home man. and read it. <laughs> uh, well, I'll, I I would be okay with that. I All guess. right, yeah. Star Wars trivia box. As long Let's as I get, get it quiz started. You some hard questions. <laughs> Nolan, if he gets it right, we move on to the next question. If he gets it wrong, our guest, which this week is Jacob, will have a chance of getting it correct. So let's get Star Wars trivia Star box. Wars. Let's get it going. First question. Who said, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope? Not going to give you the choices. Princess Leia. Attaboy, congratulations. He is one for one. Second question. 
What did Luke Skywalker do toward the end of the Battle of Yavin that distressed the rebels? What? Choices, yes or no? Do you want them? Uh, hang on just a second. Read the question again. What did Luke Skywalker do toward the end of the Battle of Yavin that distressed the rebels? Jacob's shaking his head like he knows it. Choices? Yeah, give me the choices. Choice Crap. A, he turned off his targeting computer. Choice B. Oh, yeah, that one. He, okay, that is correct. Nolan yeah. Ferris is Because it, like, it was just like uh, bullseyeing Wamprats. Yeah. Back home. <laughs> Back home. Spot on, man. You're, dude, have yeah, you been sorry. studying? No, <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> I've right. been studying just as much as I, you have. I, I did I, tell zero. them up front that the questions this week were going to be a bit easier. So, so far, two for two. Third question. Who said, you're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. Han Solo. boy. Ooh! Yeah. Three for Ooh. three. Eat it, B.A. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fourth and final question for this week's Star Wars Trivia Box. Trivia Box. For which box. planet did Grand Moff Tarkin tell oh. Admiral... I don't even... I'm going to get slack for not being able to say this correctly hopefully for which planet did grand moff tarkin tell admiral admiral moti to set the death star's course for which planet mm-hmm oh you said this three years <laughs> does it have choices uh -huh. that one is easy <laughs> it does have choices is it naboo do you want the choices first? Yeah, give me the choices. Crap, oh. that's obviously not First of all, <laughs> critique there on that one. Grand Moff Tarkin is an original trilogy character. We didn't see Naboo until the prequels. <sighs> Jesus, anyway. <laughs> choice A, Alderaan. Choice B, Tatooine. Choice C, Dantooine. Choice D, Onderon. Onderon? <laughs> that's funny. Uh, um... It was Alderaan, wasn't it? It was Alderaan. Man. Yeah. Nolan Ferris, four for four. Yeah. <laughs> what your a heart week. out, B.A. What a week for <laughs> Nolan Ferris on Star Wars Trivia Box. Star Wars Trivia Box. <laughs> Trivia Box. <laughs> Great stuff. I think Box. next week I'm going to have to up the ante on that. Yeah. That was those too were, easy. Yeah. Those were you easy. Uh, you need to up the ante on that. <laughs> uh, definitely. I mean, it so still makes you think about them. Because I don't want to give like a, <laughs> like a dumb answer and then. Yeah. Here I am, you know, the so, butt of everybody's jokes for the next five minutes or as far as B.A. goes, a lifetime. That's true. <laughs> I mean, B.A., the tough crowd's not here tonight, so. <laughs> I love giving him a hard time. Yeah. He's so, always a fun guest to have on. Let's, yeah. let's get into it. We are reviewing The Clone Wars, episode two of season seven called A Distant Echo. And the... What's the technical term for the, the saying that's given to you at the beginning? Is there a technical term for that? Uh, ain't it called say. a uh, fortune cookie? I mean, that's what I would call it. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's like you take you break the cookie open, and here's like a life lesson for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That life lesson for this We're week's We're going to call episode, it the fortune cookie. Yeah, let's do it. The, for, the fortune cookie for this week, the search for truth begins with belief. Ooh. That ties in deeply with this episode, Ooh. looking yeah. back on it as we've seen it. Ties in with Rex's arc as far as him believing in Echo's survival or not. Yeah. And we'll dig deeper into that. But I want to start off with how the episode started. And it actually started with a shot with the clone trooper shuttle going through that kind of like red tinted sky. 
That yeah. was the first shot that we saw on the Clone Wars trailer that released, I believe, last summer. Yeah. And when I first saw that, I thought that it was toward the end of the season and it was going to be all of the the Republic going off to find Chancellor Palpatine. I thought that that was going to be the scene where they're getting ready to start Episode 3. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting to see that just um, happen straight up right here, right now. Yeah, Great I shot, think though, this is going to get... I don't think this is going to end at the beginning of episode three. I think this is going to get deeper into episode three as far as them overlapping quite a bit is what I'm going to say. You think they'll overlap? I, I do. Hmm. Because, I mean, in the trailer we also see things that could be related to Order 66. And Order 66 doesn't happen until about three quarters of the way or maybe even more through episode three. So I definitely yeah. think they'll overlap. Yeah. And we saw something today in this episode that I, I thought – Sort of overlapped a little bit when Anakin was um, in Rex's chambers yep. talking to Padme. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was the she next was, big thing um, to talk about. Yeah, she was uh, holding her stomach as if she was with child, I think and she, she knew she was with child. Sh- I think she's aware. Yeah, I think she's aware. But we, do you think Anakin is aware? No shot. Because the you first time, know. first time no. he's made aware is in Episode Three. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you can tell he's could, shocked. Could you th- could you think that it might overlap right there a little bit? Because, I mean, she's obvious about it. She's holding her stomach when she's touching his hand. I don't think so. Because, well, if we think about it, in episode three, it seems like Anakin kind of sticks around with her for a little bit after she reveals it to him. Mm-hmm. And I, f- I feel like in things li- in Revenge of the Sith are back to back to back to back. Like, there's no time spaced in between there. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be a little bit before, but she definitely knows that she's with child, I would say. You could tell that she was kind of placing her hands on her stomach mm-hmm. a little bit there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I definitely do think it's coming at some point. Yeah. That it'll be more it, it obvious. Wasn't, it wasn't last episode, but it was one of the last episodes where, or in a previous season where he's like, where he goes back to Padme and he says something about home, and she's like, well, you called it home. And he's like, well, what else would I call it? You remember mm-hmm. that? No, I'm not I'm not following you. Okay, well, maybe <laughs> I'm not. No, I mean, hey, maybe. <laughs> but, like, that is when a lot of people think that they were conceived, like Luke and Leia were conceived right then, um, when he goes back with whatever he's holding, and then, like, he relieves C-3PO. You don't remember that in that episode? At the end of um, the Clone Wars, the movie, mm. Attack of the Clones. No, it wasn't. Oh, that's when they got it married. It was in the cartoon. Oh, in okay. Or see, in, I'd in, have in to, the Clone Wars. I'd have to uh, look back. I don't animation. remember that. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. That's some deep stuff. I need to get, look and it back was into before, that for some more. It, I mean, it yeah, was a sure. season before or two before this is so that's yeah. when people think that they were conceived is when he goes home because he relieves c-3po well that would like, line up he's like and it's so good to be home and all this and she's yeah. like well you called this home <laughs> and he turned around and like well, what else would i call it yeah and then like gave her a kiss on the forehead nice yeah. so that's when uh the twins were that's made. when that's when people are talking <laughs> like they are and nice. so <laughs> yeah <laughs> boom boom mm-hmm. yeah but <laughs> interesting thing, though, about that sequence that you just mentioned, it's, 
I, the one when they're in Rex's quarters. Yeah, when he's in Rex's quarters, I guess Rex knew all along about those two. Yeah, he had to. And I don't know yeah. if that is the first time this has been revealed, but I know for a fact now that it's a thing that Captain Rex has has always known about Anakin and Padme's relationship, yes. at least to this point where we just now see. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you know, we got that thing, that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Rex is like, right now. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. He's like his bro. So, He's like his roommate. <laughs> yeah. Really? Right now? <laughs> so do y'all think Obi-Wan knows? Oh, yeah. He knows. Well, and at the end of that scene, so at the end of that scene, um, when Anakin and Rex are walking off, yeah, and uh, Obi Wan is like, "Well, at least tell me you told Padme hi for me, or something like that." Yeah, yeah I hope so, you yeah. told Padme I said hello or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and uh, Anakin turns around and like gives him a a pretty evil look. Yeah, <laughs> like, ooh, like why did you say that out loud? <laughs> kind of look. Well, even like in Revenge of the Sith, I mean, he makes it vocal that he knows. Yeah, because he's like Anakin's the father, isn't he? Yes, mm-hmm. and then he yeah. says, "I'm so sorry, mm-hmm. man." That tugs my heartstrings every yeah. time I see that. <laughs> because at that point, Obi Wan has been sent to kill him, to pretty much kill him. Yeah, yeah, or or try to convert him. I back. don't know. I don't. I feel like he was there to kill. Oh, he yeah. was definitely there. Yeah. But if I think he tried and tried and tried to talk him off the let off the edge right there. Yeah, because he didn't want to kill his brother. I will do what I must. You will try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Star Wars impressions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two points. But <laughs> they get into the mission after that kind of sequence there with Padme and Anakin and Obi-Wan lurking in the background, figuring out things as Obi-Wan always does. The Bad Batch, Rex, and also Anakin go to Skako Minor to find out the signal that's being sent from what Rex believes is Echo. And it was great to see Anakin back in the yes. show and see him yeah. in some action. And yeah. I feel like just that alone made me enjoy this episode a lot more. Yeah, I would. I, yeah, I mean, as me, soon as you too. see the lightsaber, it's just like, yeah, sign yes, me up. That yeah. and then um, towards the end, before they go into the chamber where they find oh, Echo, gosh. and he, he force pushes. Yeah, he force pushes like a few droids out of the way. I was like, ooh, that's me right there. Yeah, <laughs> and. They get to Skako Minor, and these locals are called Polotechs, I believe. Yeah. And they're riding these reptile-like dragons. creatures. They're almost kind of like dragons. And every time I see them, well, here we go again. I really, really... Every time I see something like that, I'm just like, can that Game please be a mythosaur for <laughs> oh, I thought the Mandalorian about, I thought you were talking yeah. about... Oh. No, 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 no. I mean, well, eventually I'll probably talk about Mythosaurs it. were creatures that were on Mandalore. Right. They, I, I think they were native there, weren't they? Yeah. I think so, But yeah. weren't there, t- wasn't there talk, and I know we're going to get off track here. That's fine. Wasn't there talk in like episode two that one of the creatures that Obi-Wan, um, Padme, and Anakin had to fight off was a Mythosaur? The one with the horns? I don't think there was a mythosaur in episode two. Yeah, no, I don't think I don't we've think seen so. a mythosaur. But wasn't that visually? Didn't we talk about that once? Because no. there was like that tiger like kind of creature. It was like a baby one. Oh, then that must have been in the background if it was there. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm I'm crazy. Don't yeah, listen you, to me. Yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> you're a crazy guy. <laughs> don't listen to me. <laughs> but yeah, these polo techs on Skeko Minor. I Poyos. Mean, they they take. <laughs> Anakin, 
they snatch him up uh-huh. and one of the big things that I want to talk about with this it was very symbolic at least to me Anakin dropped his lightsaber and Rex he was, always does Rex was there to pick it up <laughs> yeah. and I thought it was symbolic to when Obi-Wan Kenobi Obi-Wan dropped, dropped his and Commander Cody picked it up in Revenge of the Sith yep. yeah yep but I we all know too. we all know kind of like the endpoints the different endpoints there in those two sequences mm-hmm. like Cody uh ends up trying to kill Obi-Wan yeah, yeah. but thoughts on that I mean I got the same feeling when yeah. I saw it when he picked it up I was like well, first I thought, oh gosh, he's always losing that thing because he drops it again. <laughs> this it, what, is your life. <laughs> he drops it in Revenge of the Sith when, um, or no, it's not Revenge of the Sith. It's Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah. when uh, he's on that like speeder chase yes, with that with the bounty, bounty hunter. hunter. Yeah, the was it the shifter or whatever. Yeah, the I don't want to say shape shifter, but yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. Changeling. Changeling. That's it. Yeah, yeah the changeling. Yeah. And I don't think she's a she. She's a changeling or something like that. Yeah. Or he's a he's a she and she's a changeling. That's what Anakin says to Obi-Wan. Oh. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So he drops his lightsaber there, and then, yes, I did get the feel from right before Order 66 takes place. Yeah. Which I thought was very deep because... Yeah, it was a I nice feel like, little... Man, this show ties so much into episode three right now and and in between episode two and three it's getting you prepped for it for sure man yeah and episode three i don't know if you you guys remember out there but it's my favorite of all the episodes and anakin is my favorite character yeah good and bad i mean i know ba crumbs me for it but (laughs) good and bad he's i don't care if he killed a bunch of younglings like do Dang your, man, you don't you, care. You it do your thing. <laughs> you do your thing. It's part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but yeah, I respect so, that. Yeah, me I too. really do. He was not. I mean, he was manipulated. Yeah, I, I was doing some research on Anakin and when he became Darth Vader and everything and got in his suit. And uh, I don't know if it's like old lore or if it's canon or whatever, but. Like, I read this thing that his suit kept him alive, but yeah. very, very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And that's why he was always angry, and it was done on purpose by the Emperor. Oh, I believe that. To keep him angry. Yeah. Because he was so conflicted in his mind, you know, with his son and his daughter out there. Yeah. That he had to be kept angry all the time to stay on the dark side. Well, and also, um, just, you know, just like losing Padme. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, sad and, and stuff. And thinking that it was the Jedi that caused that to happen when it was really Darth Sidious all along. Right. Yeah, which, I mean. She's lost the will to live. The Jedi were definitely doing some things that they shouldn't have been doing, though. That's yeah, for sure. That is for sure. Both sides are at fault. And like I said, it's all perspective. I would love for Disney to create a movie based on the dark side's point of view. Mm-hmm. Like, starting mm-hmm. from the Separatists. Yeah, because <laughs> that's, that's a great point, because even, like, because I know they've talked, they talked about it before The Rise of Skywalker came out. Kylo Ren's character, like, yes, we view him as a bad guy, but literally everything that Kylo Ren does, he believes he's doing the right thing. Yeah, right. So it'd be really Just interesting like to Dooku. see something happen to where... Yeah. 
we're in their mindset throughout the whole thing. Well, I mean, you think about it. You're in Jedi training, and then your master tries to murder you in your sleep. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going to try to defend yourself, and you're going to crush him, like crush the house down on him. Yeah. And then, yeah, you're going to be like, bros, let's get out of here. <laughs> and you're going to grab your handful of your, you know, best buds, and you're going to bounce. Yeah. I, it's all perspective, man. I would love to see a film based on that. Me too. From Kylo in Jedi training till he becomes, you know, apprentice. Yeah. Apprentice mm-hmm. Kylo Ren. Hey, yeah. I'm all for that as well. I think that'd be great. Leading right up to The Force Awakens would be awesome. Yeah, yeah it would. But, and I think you could do it without, well, I mean, I don't know. You you would have to without get without Adam Driver. No 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 no. I was you, about to say no no no. You couldn't do it without him. <laughs> I was about to say nope. <laughs> but I was gonna say you could try to do it without Skywalkers, but I don't think you could because you would have to show the conflict with him. Yeah. And, and his parents. Not Luke. Not okay. So you're not going up to that point. No, because Luke, after that happens, he goes in exile. So that would be easy to avoid. Oh okay, I got you. But as far as like showing being turning into Kylo and mm-hmm. the conflict he takes rebelling from his dad really yeah and his mother it would be hard like you you could get away with not showing you know Carrie Fisher or all of them really all of them but you could you know it would still be tied into the bloodline of Skywalkers and that's something that I'm not sure is going to be a success anymore for True. Disney True. Because it's such a sacred ground. Yeah. All right, back on track yeah, with the well, show. I don't even know how we got here. <laughs> <laughs> but no. the bad... So Anakin was taken by the Polotex. Polotex? Is Poltex. that... How are they... What? I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> but, okay, interesting, Poltex. though... The alien creature. Interesting thing, though, it was nice to see the Clone Wars... Because Clone Wars, ever since the beginning, has always been kind of like that mission-to-mission thing, but you're meeting all of these new kind of creatures and people out there. And it's really nice for the Clone Wars to kind of continue to explore that with, again, these new... This new culture of people or beings or things that we haven't seen before. Who don't want anything to do with... The war. The Republic. And they make that vocal. And that's like the numerous amount of creatures that we've seen throughout this show share that same idea when i saw those people those alien creatures they reminded me and they kind of looked a little bit like the people of um camino camino yes oh okay where the where the clones were uh made yeah they look like the people because they're you know the tall and skinny and and, you know yeah that's what they kind of reminded me of I can definitely see that. I mean, they were, yeah, long and that and ties in with the Clone Wars a little bit, but yeah. I don't know if that was on purpose or if it's just supposed to be somebody totally different. Yeah, so the, the Bad Batch and Rex, they come in, they save Anakin without making any kills. They just disarm him, and they, they make their reptile mad. But anyway, they they, yeah, roll, shock him. <laughs> they roll a rock down a hill, and that, they use that as protection, and they get to Anakin, and... Basically, these creatures decide, look, if you guys are with us, you don't want to bring the war here, we're going to provide you with things to help you just get what you need and leave. So they give them some scouts to get them to the city so that they can search for Echo. Yes. And that's where the, the mission basically starts. 
Yeah. So they what infiltrate? The, they get down in the uh, in this big what lift? Is what yeah. they call it. Well, did go, they keep calling it a tower? A tower of yeah, something? It was but just I a big. What it was called? It's probably like a broadcasting tower, if I had to guess, because that's what they were doing. They were sending out like warplanes. True. Plans. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's basically like what it looked like to me was um, the Seattle Space Needle. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. It's what yeah. it looked like to me with sure. the big like you know flying saucer on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> so they get in this lift and they head up there, and once they get up there, you know, Anakin's like, "Well, let's keep it quiet. You know, we're gonna, we're here." On a, you know, we're trying to be stealth, right? And as soon as the doors open, Big record, dude. record, record just destroys all the droids in there. Droids, droids, <laughs> 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 yeah, he's like Wreck It Ralph in there, just killing them all. Oh, I love the line that he had though about gravity. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel with him. Like I get it. I don't have a problem with falling. It's the sudden impact at the, <laughs> at the end that that gets you. Yeah, but I mean, before we get to that though, I. I enjoyed the one-on-one conversation that Anakin and Ahsoka, or I said Ahsoka, Anakin, Ooh. Anakin and Rex had about yeah, him having yeah. needing to control his emotions and calm down with his yeah. mission in mind. I I just thought it was great to see those two communicate again in this episode, because mm-hmm. again, it's been a while since we've got to explore those two and that since was, the Clone Wars got canceled and now it's re-released. So yeah, yeah, and that was one scene that ties back with the fortune cookie. Yeah, um, where. Um, what is it? The truth. The search for truth search. begins with belief. Right, right. So Anakin has to choose to either listen to Padme's advice from earlier to trust yeah. Rex's instincts like Rex trusts his. Yeah. Or, you know, you know, call call crap on what he's saying yeah. is probably behind all of this. And it's good that Anakin does listen to Rex the way that Rex listens to him. Mm-hmm. So, like, that all ties into the fortune cookie and, like, the meaning of that. And, yeah, that's a good scene because, yeah, you I know. enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really like that scene. I mean, it just shows how deep their friendship goes. And that you get this through the whole episode with them, too. Like, you know that, I mean, they're, like, ride or die with each other because yeah. you see that Anakin can trust him with his huge secret that would True. get him... Kicked yeah, out of a, everything, his Jedi, his Jedi Council, and everything, and then you see him kind of have like a you know a heart to heart up there on the on the top of that mountain, yeah. As far yeah, as like, yeah. hey, I I get it, but you need to get your mind right. You know, we're going into this mission. I need you to be here and not focused on what could be, because nothing's what it seems until you see it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, and I was thinking about this. Um, you know, Commander Cody and Obi Wan went through a lot and commander cody is obi-wan's captain right right so they've been through a lot but commander cody didn't you know didn't break off before order 66 right because they had that chip in their head yeah yeah and actually which i hope we tried to kill obi-wan so i think that's interesting that rex um you know realized that and broke all of that off I just wonder how it makes Rex end up feeling. Yeah. When Order sixty six. That's what happens. I was about to say. Uh huh. Like, does he think that Anakin's dead? Dude, what about just the emotional impact on him if he figures out that Anakin was the one that caused all of this? Yeah. That would be interesting to see. Yeah. 
that would tug the heartstrings for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. That's to like see the brotherhood emotional. right there. Well, I mean, that's not just with him though. I mean, it'd be it would probably be similar to how Obi Wan dealt with it. Yeah. Because Obi Wan is his brother and Obi Wan knows his secret, but mm-hmm. he's choosing not to spill you know, it out. Spill that to the Jedi Council because he knows that, you know, Anakin's supposed to be the chosen one. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think Obi-Wan believes that more than any, anybody right now because yeah. he's not spilling it to the Jedi Council. Because, okay, if he did, he would be removed from the Jedi Council. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he, would, he would not be able to be a Jedi because of his relationship with Padme. Agree. So they get into the tower. Let's, they get into the tower. <laughs> let's wrap this up. <laughs> let's wrap the Clone Wars part of this up. Okay. They so, get in the tower. Yeah. The gang kind of splits up. Their their goal is to look inside all these possible locations that Echo could be in and report back to each other if they see something suspicious yep. so they can all go in together. And like Nolan said, this was my favorite part of the episode when they're surrounded by droids. They they believe they found the entrance to Echo and suddenly they're surrounded by droids and Anakin comes in with <laughs> a huge oh, force awesome. push and he starts slaying those droids left and right. Yeah. Great stuff. Yeah, that was uh that was one of my favorite parts of this whole episode. Uh just strictly because y- you get to see a Jedi in action. Yeah. And that there's just yeah. there's Man, nothing that like is it. classic Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really dig it. What do you think, Jacob? Oh, I thought it was awesome, you know. And like, ooh, ooh, in that the one scene where Anakin was like trapped in that room with the droids on either mm-hmm. side of him. Oh, uh, yeah. Thinking like, I think, uh, man, how in tune with the force and the blade of his lightsaber does he have to be to, you know, like surround front and back of him when he's open on the back and, you know, blocking well, with his lightsaber. Crosshair saved him right there, didn't he? Yeah. Crosshair but there was there. a point there before that that he was he completely turned his back to somebody behind him. Yeah. Got the yeah. guy in front and then he he was like, "Oh, yeah, you're still back there." <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 I really like yeah. All Best, the scenes with Anakin. Yeah. I, it's, and it's just cuz it. I'm I'm partisan to well, Obviously, yeah. Yeah, Jedi. I mean, Anakin's and, still like top 5 for me. And anytime I see him, <laughs> Five? Top five, five, man. Just oh, five. my god! Top five. Yeah, he's in the top one. <laughs> Han Solo is number one. I mean, he's got... Kylo Anakin. Ren is number two. That's a hot take. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I love Kylo Ren. Serious? I actually do, too. And I think number three probably... Ooh, I don't know. I love Obi-Wan, too. <laughs> yeah, me, too. Man, for me, it's going to be... <laughs> it's going to be... Let me see. Let me look at this poster over here. <laughs> look at all these posters in yeah. this room, man. Here's all the characters. Yeah, man, I'm good with it, though. I'm going to say <laughs> number one. Man, you don't have a return. I know, man. I don't have any prequel posters. <laughs> any listeners out there, if you want to contribute to the show, buy some prequel yeah. posters. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> How much um, are they? Oh, I don't know. Probably running about 20 bucks. So. Yeah. My favorite was okay in order would be Anakin number one. Sure, of course you've made that. Number vocal. two is gonna be Obi One <laughs> from the prequels. Man, okay, okay. you're a Hello prequelist. There. Hello there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's me. And then number three is going to be Slave Leia. <laughs> <laughs> no, <Nah>, just joking, <laughs> just joking. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. Uh, don't say that. Han Again. Solo? Han Solo. Okay. Number three. All and right. Then, and then I'm going to go with Kylo. Number okay. four and top five, Chewbacca. No, 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 no. no. R2-D2. <laughs> hey, that's a solid top five. Right. Can't argue with that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a tie between Chewbacca and R2-D2. <laughs> yeah. Because they, I mean, anyway. they don't have, to, they don't talk, but they just bring so much character to yeah, the film. True, they do. <laughs> All right, last part of this episode, real quick, that I want to talk about: Rex and Tech get inside there to find Echo, while the rest of the the squad kind of protects him from the droids. And they find him. He's in one of the again some. Chambered that's keeping him alive, and Some he's sort of Palpatine chamber. Yeah, it does remind us of Palpatine tech, mm-hmm. where he's I all hooked it, up, and, and he doesn't even have legs. It looked like it, they were like yeah, they were yeah they metal were yeah they were legs. like uh, Anakin Darth in Chapter legs. Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> he's in rough shape. Yeah, and I was up. telling you guys before before we started recording, it reminds me of one of those situations where it's like Hunger Games when. Katniss and all them get PETA back yeah. from the Capitol. Yep. I think it'll be one of those where yeah. he's his mind's messed up. Or maybe it is going to be just like the Hunger Games because that villain says his mind is ours now. Maybe it is one of those situations where they're allowing, they're, they're basically allowing you to have him because he's fixing to wreck havoc inside your squad. Versus what he's doing right now. Well, you know I mean, what I'm saying? Maybe. Again, that's speculation. I don't think maybe. that's going to happen. But I think, I mean, it could be a possibility, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's a possibility of that. But what I'm thinking is, it, and what I thought was going to happen, I thought he was going to be like, Rex, you know, you left me. And like be mad at yeah. Rex for it. Yeah. But, but he, you he, know he wasn't. I want to say I called it. Like I knew that that was going to be... The way Echo was. I mean, yeah. I, gu- I guess I didn't call it on the show, so I can't really say that. <laughs> but I yeah, knew. Just I just it had up. a Yeah, feeling. we don't believe you, man. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> if it's not on the show, it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling he was going to still be alive, but he would be, you know, Messed bad. Up. Like, yeah. Like yeah, that. he's in bad shape. Yeah. And they leave us hanging, man. I was ready to see more. Yeah. Like, at well, that I point, I was, was gonna, I was like... I, I knew it was going to end right well, there. Yeah, I kind of knew it was going to end there, but I was ready to keep going. Yeah, me too. I yeah. think this next episode will be the last episode of the Bad Batch kind of story arc. Yeah. But, and then they're going to transition into Ahsoka stuff. But hey, I oh, mean... you hope so. They give you... <laughs> But they're giving you I seven. I want to be bold and say, I know so, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> they're giving you seven days off, and then they're going to give you another episode. So yeah. just look, mm. forward, look forward to Premonitions. that. Premonitions. <laughs> 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 That's, I mean, any other thoughts from this episode? There are a couple of Star Wars news items that I'd like to hit just real quickly, if you guys are up for it. Okay. But anything yes. else from the Clone Wars from this episode? Nothing overall overall takeaways right or overall thoughts? Um, I will say that this was a much more exciting episode than last one for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really know why. I guess it's just because it has Anakin <laughs> in it. And I think I everyone mean, listening can tell why you like this one. <laughs> whatever. But I mean, like he's a. I can see this tying in to episode three so much. Mm-hmm. Like in the future, in the future episodes, I can see it. But 
it's hard to explain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, I get you. Like, I know things that I would do if I was writing it, but I hope they happen. I don't mm-hmm. know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of hard to predict this show. It's not like The Mandalorian mm-hmm. where we were able to like dissect every single detail yeah. and predict what was going to happen from it. Yeah. Yeah. Because this show is still, you know, meant for kids. Um, but at the same time, everything's still purposeful. So you got to read yeah. into some of the details, but not so much well, others. I'll tip my cap to the creators and producers of this. They throw in the kids stuff for the kids. Like yes. on the surface, it's a kid's show. Like Wrecker. But if you. Like he is a probably a kid favorite. Yeah. If you <laughs> dig into the episode, though, th- so they please the kids, but they're also pleading, pleasing like the, the nerds like us, us yeah, and the sweaties sure. and the ones that just dissect every single detail of the show. Yeah. Like that balance well, Star they Wars have with everything. this is perfect. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. Jacob, overall takeaways from that episode. I love the way that this season is going. Yeah. And um, I'm really excited to keep watching more of it. Yeah, me too. And uh, I'm excited to see more of Obi-Wan. Yeah. I'm hoping he's coming up soon. Yeah. And also Mace Windu. Yeah. I know at some point those two are doing some action together. We've seen that in a trailer. Yeah. I'm not expecting Mace to have a bunch, but I do think we'll see him eventually. I'm yeah. excited about that, but my main Mace thing... Windu's like busy with the council at this True. point right yeah. now because I mean it's a lot of decisions being made for the council. Yeah, my main thing that I'm I'm looking forward to is Darth Maul. Yeah, I know we talked like, about that earlier. I can't, yeah. Again, like I'm enjoying these episodes, and but Mandalore. until until I see Mandalore and Darth Maul and Ahsoka going at it, like I'm enjoying it, but that's when I'll be like pumped to talk about this. So I read a thing I read a thing on one of the Star Wars pages and um it was very interesting and I don't know if it'll ever happen mm-hmm. but it's sort of like a fan like we want to see happen. Yeah. Um in the Mandalorian what if so the Jedi are gone. As of right now, this time in the Mandalorian, the Jedi are gone. Yeah. Um. So, the Mando. He takes Baby Yoda, and starts training him in the Mandalorian ways, raises him as a Mandalorian, mm-hmm. but then takes him to the Jedi. I, but I know what you're talking about. The Jedi about is gone. <laughs> yeah. And so he meets up with Ahsoka, and mm-hmm. Ahsoka trains him in as, the Jedi ways. In the Jedi ways. And so now you've got a force using Mandalorian as the greatest warrior to ever yeah. roam the galaxy. Which, the first Mandalorian that was a Jedi is the one that created the Darksaber. Right. Oh, and then, yeah, that was yep. the and last thing. And he wields the Darksaber. So dark you probably saber. say that, yeah. yeah, you've probably seen the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, and he wields the Dark, like, <laughs> Baby Yoda will wield the Darksaber as you know a what? Mandalorian Jedi. Something else I saw. Ooh. <laughs> something else I saw that was really sad. Since we know how long that Yoda's species lives, yeah, Mandalorian is gonna die before oh, yeah. Baby Yoda grows up. Okay. So <laughs> here's my thing. Here's my thing with the Mandalorian, and I know it's a, a ginormous galaxy and everything. Yeah, but if he does make it back to the core and Coruscant, where the Jedi are and mm-hmm. all this. Wouldn't we even like remotely see him in one of the last three movies? Well, we're never in the core 
in the sequel trilogy. Yeah, but like you don't think we would see any mention of him in like See, I think to the Wasn't big eight, nine. I think to the big bads out there, he's just another bounty hunter. Wasn't the Razor Crest in like well, it was. a split second? Yeah. Of was it? For sure. Yeah. 100%. Well, we know it, it it was a Razor Crest ship, but we don't know if it gotcha. was the Mandos. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would love the crossover. Yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of too late in the game for the movies to throw them in there. Well, uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, maybe... So that would all be really cool. and But it would be a lot of fan service. Hey, sign me up, man. I don't care. Fan service is great to me. People yeah. use that as a negative show thing. Show me something I want to see. <laughs> yeah. Don't show me what you want me to see. I love yeah. me some fan service. Like, give me what I want. <laughs> yeah. I want force and lightsabers. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that would be really cool to see Ahsoka show back up in The Mandalorian. Just because, oh, you I know, would love that. Just to see her in live action would be pretty cool, pretty yeah. neat to see. Yeah, agreed, one hundred percent. Who do you think would play her? It's a great question. In real life, you know who would be a great one? Who? Natalie Portman. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy? Mm-hmm. The green, the green girl. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And she's also in Star Trek. I I can't think of her name right now. I can't either. She would be phenomenal. You think? As Ahsoka Tano. Phenomenal. But she's in yeah. Star Trek. She's a Trekkie. I don't care. Sign really? me up. <laughs> There's so many other people, though. <laughs> okay, name, name me one, I man. can't. I can't. No, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, know. I'm good. Yeah, she would, <laughs> she would make a really good one. Sign me up, Lucasfilm. You need somebody? Hit me. Hit your boy up. <laughs> HMU, dog. <laughs> Listen, guys. Let's get into these news things. Yeah, I wish you would. <laughs> Just keep rambling news on things. about stuff. <laughs> Number one. Last week we reported, or, well, we read off a report from Deadline that there was a new Star Wars film in production and it was going to be based on Exegol. Well, that report's still making the rounds that that movie is in production but the idea that the film being in Exegol was actually proven false. The initial report was actually Ooh. saying, the initial report was saying that the details about the film were buried deep in Exegol to where no one knew about it. And people saw that line and they ran with it and they thought that that meant that the movie itself was going to be in Exegol. You see what, did, did you hear what I just said? I did, I so, but I yeah. didn't understand it. So the initial report said, that the plot details were unknown, like Exegol. Yeah, yeah. Like Exegol's creation and like Exegol's relevance, I guess. Yeah. And so people saw that line of them saying that plot details were unknown, like Exegol, and they were like, oh, Exegol is going to be the focus of this movie. Like the person that first reported it was having some Star Wars fun. So we don't that. have any, bi- any clue about this movie. No. just We just know the two people that are involved. And Which I don't are, remember their names. I, I know we read them off last week. Oh, yeah. But I, I don't have them pulled up right now. But there are people that have been involved with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I know that. Yeah, we talked about that guy. Yeah. So that was that's one news report that I wanted to discuss. Second thing is a bigger thing, and I think this one we'll be able to talk about for a little bit. And that is Project Luminous was announced last summer. It was going to be this thing where... 
kind of Star Wars takes its new era into canon kind of books and comics, and they've finally released what that is going to be focused on, and it is going to be focused on the High Republic, Mm. which is actually going to be about 200 years before The Phantom Menace. Okay. So we know that there's a little green guy out there that's still alive. Yeah. Yoda would be (laughs) like an apprentice. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know if he would be. That's a good thought. Well, I mean, you know, baby Yoda, he's 50 years old, and he's obviously still a baby. So yeah. do you think he would be a youngling at well, this point? No. He was 900 he in the like, original trilogy. He would be like 700, 700 something. something. So he would be a master. Yeah. Probably. That's a master for a long time. Oh, do you think? Okay, <laughs> so you said 200 years, right? 200 years before The Phantom Menace. So it's not quite Old Republic. But it is it's not going to be Qui Gon Jinn's. No, we're going to be close. no, no. Yoda's the only one we know. I think that's still around. What about uh? Well, no, no. I don't know how long Chewbacca lives. Ooh, that's a thought. Mm-hmm. He that's, could. That's what I was just. I thinking. think he could be around. But there yeah. is so the book cover did reveal a Wookiee Jedi. That's cool. With a cross guard as yeah, a I lightsaber. Cool. Is it a green lightsaber? I think it's blue. Okay. And it's not yeah. like Kylo Ren's cross guard. It's mm-hmm. actually like a metal piece. A metal, yeah. That's part of the lightsaber hilt. Oh. And actually huh. a couple of the Jedi have it. I like that. I like yeah. that. It reminds me of like the knights of the round table, like yeah. old knights with big And that's like, actually what the people in development like described sword. it as. Yeah. Really? They described it as the Jedi knights of the round table. Oh wow. Yeah. And so the villain of this production Project Luminous, which they're focusing on the High Republic, is called the Nile. So they're not necessarily Sith. They've described them more as kind of like pirates hmm. that the Jedi will be fighting throughout this kind of publish that they, that they make through books and comics. And also another thing that I wanted to talk about was they said that inside of this, the Jedi are going to have this moment where something happens that it changes the way they, I guess, go about their themselves to where it changes them to how we see the Jedi in the prequels. Okay, hot yeah. So right they're here. hyping up this big, massive moment that's going to happen, but we don't know what it is quite yet, and it's going to change the way the Jedi view their being and how they should, yeah. I guess, form themselves. Okay, hot take. This is what I think is going to happen. I think something's going to happen, like you said, but that's when the prophecy is going to originate. That would be the great. chosen one. I would love that. I would love that deep of a detail tied into it. Yeah. That's when it's going to originate and they're going to be like, "Okay, one day there's going to be a chosen one." I think that's when the there's going to be the split, the division in the force as far as that's when, okay, these people are dark side, these people are light side. We want to be the light side. Jedi are going to be considered yeah. light side force because maybe at this time in the High Republic, there's not a dark side and a light side. There's just the force. That's Yeah. And we'll so see. the division in the force is the big thing, and then the chosen one is the one that's going to yeah. bring, bring balance back to and the And, I force. mean, I can't say no to that because, again, the old Republic is not canon anymore because the old Republic was a bunch <laughs> of Jedi versus a bunch of Sith. Right. And that was yeah. over like a thousand years before the Phantom Menace. So, I mean, with that said, if they're still considering, it needs to be canon. if they're still <laughs> considering the Old Republic a little bit 
as far as going back to it, at least in the future someday, I think the Sith are already around. But huh. at this point, I mean, s- since Disney has bought Star Wars, they have not defined if that stuff is in fact canon or not. So if they want to start that, they could. But I do think that they won't because I feel like they get a lot of pushback from all the fans that are huge into the Old Republic. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Because that's, like I mean, me. the Old Republic is some of the fans' favorite thing. Like, even more like than the Jacob. movies. <laughs> even more than the movies and anything else that they've ever put out. And yeah. I think doing something like that might be a bad move. Maybe. Yeah, and, I you know, so. I didn't really think about that. I'm not a big studier of the Old Republic, so I didn't, you know, I wasn't fully aware. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, like me no, being no, a you're casual good. I mean, Star Wars fan. <laughs> I mean, what you're thinking is probably something that a lot of people out there are thinking. Yeah. So I mean, it would be cool to see, like, where does the, I mean, everybody talks about. it happen? Well, not necessarily that, but like everybody talks about the prophecy and Anakin being the chosen one and yeah, yeah. all this stuff, and then you know bringing balance to the force. But where does like all that originate? That. Where does yeah, all that originate? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, that's something that we're some deep never really even shown. Yeah, any hint of it might be one of those things where we're never shown it, and it's just <laughs> one of those things you just have to kind of think about. Or like. Maybe it's just always been there. I don't know. So we do know of one <laughs> character that will be in it, but that is all, correct? Well, we know uh, at least two. I don't remember their names, though. They've named the Wookiee Well, Jedi. I'm talking about, like, from previous films, Yoda. Yoda's one, and I guess Chewbacca's a possibility. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know how old they live. Oh, they live a long time. Yeah, but yeah, when they do. Chewbacca, like Han Solo doesn't, so I'm assuming Chewbacca, because the reason he's with Han Solo is because he owes a life debt, but mm-hmm. is that explained on how that they become friends on in Solo? Still haven't watched it. Yeah. No haters. <laughs> it explains how they meet. Yeah, yeah. But I got to give you that movie, man. <laughs> I know. Isn't Chewie like 100 years old at least? See, I feel like he's in the 800s by the time. Oh, I thought he was. I thought he was really old. (laughs) Wow. Let's look this up. I thought he was 400 years old. Anyway, while you're looking that up, but he's only like a 20-year-old in Wookiee. Another thing I would like to see in the High Republic, or not see, I guess read. I hope it comes out on audiobooks because I don't like reading. (laughs) (laughs) But um, um, another thing I would like to see is uh or oh, I was way off read is maybe some of you know what am I trying to say training as far as young padawans because we get a hint of that mm-hmm. in episode 3 but that's really the only time yeah okay so chewie will not be around in the new republic he was 190 years old in solo wow and during the sequel trilogies, he was around 230-something years old. So he will not be around in the New Republic. Wow. He's too young. Does it say the life expectancy of Wookiees? I use a Wookiee. <laughs> it's got to be a long time. Yeah. But I, I'm i not sure right off the top of my head. Okay, here we go. How old do Wookiees live to be? 400, apparently. Really? Okay. Yeah. I always so figured he would be like in his twenties in Wookiee. 
and yeah. uh, the he's around his fifties now. Huh. In the sequels, he's around that halfway point. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, um, with that uh, High Republic thing, there's a couple things I want to talk about, and it it's gonna allow me to possibly go on a be rant. Sith? Or like a well, hint that's what, of there'll being be hints Sith? of it. Okay. But again, their main villain is called the Nile. The Nile? Yeah. Like the river over in Africa? I think that's how you say it. The <laughs> Nile. N-I-H-L is how it was spelled. N-I-H-L. I hope I'm right. Neil? Neil? That's not how they said it, man. Whatever. Maybe Val it is. Neil. If it is, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. Neil. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. A few things I want to talk about. They have been planning this Project Luminous idea as early as 2014. Maybe you're starting to get where I'm going with this. Six years ago. The different authors, artists, designers, everything possible to be involved with this have met numerous times throughout this process all these years at actually Skywalker Ranch, which is a property that George Lucas owned. I'm not sure if he still owns it, but anyway. I'm sure he does. So they've been communicating. They've been getting together. They've been forming this one big plan, one big idea. So how come the movies didn't get this? <laughs> <laughs> That's my big question. Oh, boy. Like, is it... Are these, is are it these books that they be learned? Disney? Yes. Is it that they learned from their mistakes, or did they just not think that they needed to do this process with the films? Well, this was six years ago right. before this project. That so, they started thinking about it, at least. Yeah, yeah. So my question is, why wasn't this much love and care put into what most people know as Star Wars, the movies. Because it's Disney. <laughs> yeah, they just because wanted to put something out there to get money. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one frustrating thing I took away from all this. Yeah, man. But, I mean, I'm all, all pumped. I'm all pumped for this High <laughs> Republic. All pumped for it. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be yeah. some great, some canon details for us to get. Disney, it's if just like, if come on, like, why not put this much effort into things that everyone loves? If anybody from Disney's listening, please, please put it on Audible so I can read it. They will. <laughs> because, man, I hate reading. Like, I hate it. No, and, I'm, I'm going to make you read it. Well, if, <laughs> if I have to, I have to. But what I would love to do is, I'm, my commute's fair. Like, yeah. it's it's a... I mean, it's it's a pretty good commute, and I have ample of time. Like, I've read several books or have them read to me on my commutes Yeah, through audiobooks, and so I would love for that to happen. And Audible, if you're listening, you know, hit us up about a sponsor. We'll talk about you. <laughs> sure, man. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts as far as High, Repu- High Republic goes, though? Jacob, are you going to read this, or are you going to? Just wait for me to tell you what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to read it, but uh-huh. I'll, I'll buy you a copy. Bro. Yeah, I'm sure you'll have like the black series. I'll copies buy you. In here. I'll buy you a copy. <laughs> I'll get okay. like, you know what? I'm We're so legit to... that they're probably going to provide Mando talk with. Co- I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Try to squeeze yeah. that in with my agricultural <laughs> economics and biology. Oh, that sounds boring. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not boring. It's just a lot, you know. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would like to read it. Well, the first book is coming out in August, 
So I was hoping that it would come out in the summer to where I could like, I mean, you know, no. have some time to read yeah. it. No, but Same. I'm gonna be busy when August hits, so it's gonna be hard. Let's well, do I mean, it like in August, page by page. How about that? Are we <laughs> let's do, do a, a Mando talk read along. Hey, <laughs> oh let's create the Audible audiobook. We'll be yeah, all different yeah. characters, <laughs> and we'll read our scenes. I, like I want to be the Wookiee. <laughs> 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 I think that'd be fun, but yeah. no one wants to listen to that. No, read the book yourselves. Yeah. We're not going to read it to you. Yeah, read it <laughs> yourself, you chuckle nuts. <laughs> Don't be lazy and get it on Audible and have it read to you. Yeah, <laughs> like Nolan over there. Yeah, that's what I do. I don't care. All right, Nolan, anything else about the High Republic? Uh, Looking forward to it. It'll be it'll be new information. I'm gonna put the over under at forty percent that no one actually reads this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll guarantee you. Look, I will make you a hundred dollar bet, U.S. dollars, hundred U.S. dollars, that right if now? they put it right now, like mm-hmm. we'll shake on it, that if they put it on Apple bo- iBooks, <laughs> like audio books, then to I will one hundred percent listen to it. I mean, I don't. If they make a book copy, then yeah, you can go back to your forty percent <laughs> or whatever. Like I, I'll read what I Spark thought. Notes. Yeah, I mean I'm gonna have to get the physical book copies just because they look sick. Yeah, no, 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 no. The covers look really cool. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of like the aged Tatooine look a little bit. Uh huh. But it's it's cool. Oh, so yeah. you've yeah. seen them? Yeah, it was on uh, it was on yeah, Facebook. Man, follow us on Facebook okay. and Twitter, dude. Gosh, I never yeah. get on there. <laughs> and that goes for all of y'all out there. You know, make sure you're hitting us up on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Give us uh, give us at likes. Mando Talk. Yeah, at Mando Talk. At give Mando us likes. Talk. And I mean, you can even holler if you don't want to post on Mando Talk. Holler at us. Uh, we're tagged in those, like our personal accounts. So yeah, I don't even there know if you my, just want to chat about. I Star don't Wars. know my username on Twitter. I think it's like CJK12. Nah, or something. no, Caleb J Keller three. I don't know. I don't know. I think man. mine's Nolan Ferris, and if you don't, if I mean, look, look for it man. if you want. If Search you don't, Mando Talk. Scroll down our tweets. You'll see both of our Chuckle Nuts names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. But all right, Listen, y'all good? Yeah. So again, follow us on all those social media platforms. Continue to interact with us. I'm enjoying being able to inter- interact with a bunch of different people. Share this podcast. Share our pages online. And keep listening. Yeah, give Jacob. Us, give us feedback on what you guys want to hear. Yes, do yes, that sir. as well. Because yes, we're all about growth. We're all about getting better. Yep. Jacob, final thoughts, like final words you want to say to the people out at home listening? Um, keep tuning in because we'll keep talking about really cool, interesting stuff for Star yeah. Wars. Uh, we'll keep talking about Clone Wars yeah. until finally... That next season of Mando comes out, yes, and I'm sir. already looking forward to it. Yep. yep. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, I think that wraps us up, so we have spoken.